that curiosity is a technique we can use to get to a more resourceful state so that we can find answers and opportunities and ultimately learn to trust that everything is always working out for us. Welcome to the Incremental Upgrade. I'm your host, Jen Gray, and I know what it's like to feel frustrated when things aren't quite working out the way you had in mind. Luckily, I figured out that big changes come one small win at a time, and mindset makes everything easier. Whether you're creating something new or releasing something that no longer serves you, I can relate. And it's such a good feeling to let it all unfold one inspired action at a time. So that's what I have for you. Something simple you can do for your healthy, happy life today. Well, hello and welcome back to the Incremental Upgrade podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gray. I'm an educator, a lifelong student of all things personal development, and also, of course, the host of this podcast about little things we can do that make a big difference in the quality of our lives. On this show, I share practical strategies, quick wins, and clarity questions to help us implement this idea of making these meaningful and manageable little adjustments in the present so we can ultimately create big changes in our future and actually enjoy the process along the way. If this is your very first time joining us, then a very special welcome to you and a small disclaimer that my voice does not usually sound like this. I'm on the tail end of a case of laryngitis that rendered me functionally mute for about four days, and with the help of lots of tea and ginger and turmeric, I have graduated from baby Mickey Mouse to a chain smoker. So thanks for bearing with me in the meantime, and no, I'm not actually a chain smoker. To my returning friends, welcome back, and to all of you, a big thank you for tuning in today because I recognize that you have literally millions of choices when it comes to podcasts, so I'm really grateful that you chose this one today. I always like to start out with an incremental upgrade of the day, and as synchronicity would have it, the things that come up often tie into the episode with the intent that if we have that experience in common, that we can grow through that thing together. At the time of this recording, the holidays are right around the corner, and I love Christmas. So I usually run a very tight ship in terms of the holiday timeline, starting with putting up all the decorations in one day, usually the Sunday after Thanksgiving, at least that's how I've done it in the past. But this year, for various reasons, between my daughter getting sick and the lights on my pre-lit tree burning out and some unexpected errands popping up that had to happen on my designated decorations day, I realized that my original plan was not going to happen the way I had in mind. And my first thought was to force that timeline because we had a lot of other plans the coming weeks and I just didn't see another day that we could dedicate to that purpose. But what I did see was that my daughter was exhausted and it was almost dinner time. So what we agreed to do was to spend about 20 minutes trimming the tree after dinner and then call it a day. And as we were doing it, 
my daughter said, hey, mom, I actually really like doing it this way. Can we do this again tomorrow so that decorating the tree lasts longer? So what we ended up doing was putting decorations up gradually a little bit every day over the course of about a week. And it was a lot of fun without all the self-imposed time pressure. And between that experience and losing my voice completely on the day that I usually record this podcast, it got me thinking about the many times in my life when something I've found really frustrating at first ended up actually being a big blessing in disguise in the end, which is exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode. At the end of the day, frustration is really just a misalignment of expectations versus reality. And especially for action-oriented people who typically have a certain outcome in mind, it can be really frustrating when circumstances beyond our control can quote-unquote hijack those plans. So in today's episode, we're going to look at one, what frustration tolerance is and is not, and then a shortcut on the emotional scale between frustration and optimism, and an empowering prompt we can use to reframe setbacks in a resourceful way, and lastly, an empowering belief to try on for size to support you in that. So diving right in, I think the first thing to recognize when we're feeling frustrated is that frustration tolerance is a skill. No matter how much inner work we do, we are always going to face situations that frustrate us, and it's how we respond to those circumstances that's ultimately going to determine the quality of our lives and even the quality of our relationships. It can be with little things like how we respond to traffic jams and losing our keys all the way up through major life events like a divorce or a scary diagnosis and everywhere in between. In those situations, frustration tolerance as a skill is the ability to take a step back and respond to a setback in a resourceful way. It's the patience and awareness to recognize how our behavior impacts our outcomes and also the people around us and to choose a path forward with the result in mind. What it is not is putting up with unacceptable behavior from others or simply tolerating situations that are no longer serving us. What it also is not is toxic positivity, There's a big difference in looking for the silver lining and in pretending that everything is fine when it very well may not be fine. This is a really valuable skill to teach our kids too, and one I try to teach my kids at school as well, and it really does start with us. So when we do face feelings of frustration, number one, it is okay to feel frustrated. The goal of this episode is not to suppress feelings of frustration and pretend that everything is awesome when it's not. Rather, the goal is to notice when things aren't working out the way we had in mind and make an empowered choice in that moment to respond in a constructive way that moves us toward a happier outcome. Something you may have seen about this is the scale of emotions 
And on this proverbial ladder of emotions, it isn't particularly healthy or effective to try to jump straight from frustration or anger at the bottom right up to joy on the top, right? If you tried to jump from the bottom rung of a real ladder straight to the top, that would probably go really poorly. But if you look at these various emotional scale diagrams, they often list a lot of emotions between frustration and joy that sometimes don't really resonate with me. But while I do recognize the value in finding a next best feeling, I also think there's a shortcut here which is curiosity. The awesome thing about curiosity in these moments of frustration is that it puts us in a resourceful state. So for example, I don't know about you, but if you've ever noticed the self-talk that pops up in frustrating situations, you may have heard the voice between your ears say something to the general effect of, oh, why does everything have to be so hard? or some sort of woe is me question along those lines. And because our brains are little search engines, if we ask ourselves, why does everything have to be so hard? We will get a list of pessimistic answers that doesn't feel very good from beating ourselves up and blaming other people and everywhere in between. What I've found feels a lot better in that moment is to say to ourselves instead, I wonder if there's a way and to customize this to the situation at hand. This is the empowering prompt I mentioned at the top of the episode. So for example, I wonder if there's a way to turn this around. I wonder if there's a way to keep from losing my keys. I wonder if there's a way to treat this illness naturally. I wonder if there's a way to spend less time commuting to work. I wonder if there's a way to get my family to eat more vegetables with me. I wonder if there's a way to experience the essence of this faraway desire I have. I wonder if there's a way to experience that now. I wonder if there's a way to work out this schedule in a way that works for everyone. I wonder if there's a way to make a weekly date night happen. I wonder if there's a way for me to get more sleep. I wonder if there's a way to get out from under all this clutter. I wonder if there's a way for me to afford this thing that I want and so on and so on. And again, because our brains are little search engines, if that's what we choose to search for, we will find options and opportunities. The example that comes to mind for me today, maybe because it's around the holidays, but when my daughter was four years old, I made plans to take her to the North Pole experience in Flagstaff, which is a really sweet little Christmas experience for kids and definitely day trippable from Phoenix. So we drove the two and a half hours up there, parked at the hotel, and then completely out of nowhere, my daughter just threw up all over herself. It was so disgusting and she hadn't been feeling sick before or after. So I guess she was just car sick. But anyway, we were well beyond the point of having diaper bags at that point and we weren't planning on spending the night. So I had nothing for her to change into, no toothbrush, no nothing. And here's this little angel face of alligator tears who can't go see Santa Claus now. So in that moment, I thought, 
I wonder if there's a way to salvage this situation. So I went into the hotel and I asked if they happened to have any availability for the North Pole the following day, which they did. And if they happened to have any vacancy that night, which luckily they did. So I booked both of those things and took her over to Target and got matching Christmas PJs and popcorn, a toothbrush and a board game. We got back to the hotel, bought an adorable stuffed penguin who is still a loved member of our family to this day, played hide and seek with it all night long and had the best time ever at the North Pole experience the following day which is now one of my most treasured memories with her, not despite the frustration on the front end, but because we took what could have been a big disappointment and turned it into what's now one of our favorite and most treasured holiday traditions instead. And that's another interesting twist when it comes to frustration tolerance, which is that the bigger the obstacle we have to overcome, the greater the sense of accomplishment that's often on the other side. I'm going to resist the urge to give you a million more examples here and instead turn it back to you and ask, where are you feeling frustrated? Maybe you're trying to eat healthier, but your family doesn't want to eat what you want to eat. Or maybe you've been hoping to buy a house for a long time, but the market in your area is just not aligned with what you want. Or maybe your family is having a hard time agreeing on a holiday schedule. Or there's this one client or customer at work who's driving you bonkers. Or whatever it might be, I wonder if there's a way. And the spoiler alert here is there's always a way. It might not be what you originally had in mind, but it might turn out to be even better. There is always a silver lining. And in those moments of the big picture frustrations, when I have a hard time seeing it, another curiosity prompt I often turn to is that I can't wait to see why this is happening, or I can't wait to see where this is going. Because when I frame it that way, it's always helped me find the silver lining that eluded me in the beginning. And at the end of the day, none of the things that happen to us have any meaning except the meaning we choose to give it. So we can choose to look at things in a disempowered state and experience it that way, Or we can choose to wonder what we can learn from the situation or how, when, and where the lesson or the silver lining will come to us. And having chosen both at one point or the other, the latter is a much happier place to live. So the belief we can try on for size here that I promised at the top of this episode is that everything is always working out for us. And I'm curious how true that feels for you. There might be times when it doesn't feel as true as others, but this is a mental muscle we can exercise to the point that we do believe that everything is always working out for us so that we're able to respond to frustrating situations in a constructive way that makes that statement true. When COVID first started, for example, and I was working in the trade show industry, that business basically vanished overnight. 
And between that and all the other upheaval at the time, I remember thinking, I can't wait to see where this is going. I can't wait to see why this is happening because I'd been self-employed for self for several years at that point. And all of a sudden, that version of my reality was gone. But on the other side, and this took several months to unfold, but there was an opportunity to homeschool my daughter and start a new career and make several close friends and excuse myself from social media and ultimately live a much happier life that I could not have seen when that frustrating situation started. This is a family-friendly mantra too, that everything always works out for us. So every time we face something frustrating that ultimately works out with my daughter or with my husband, I would say, everything always works out for us to the point that they now repeat it back to me or bring it up on their own. And it's such a good feeling of solidarity, I guess you could say, when my husband and I are facing something difficult to know that we're both acting from this shoulder to shoulder belief that everything always works out for us. And I believe that's true simply because we believe it to be true, even in the most challenging times. If that feels hard to swallow for you right now, then my journal prompt challenge to you today would be to see how many examples you can find in your life of this being true. So how many times can you think of where something that felt extremely frustrating in the beginning did work out for you in the end? And the good news is that the more you find it in past experience, the more it will show up in the present. As a quick recap for you today, frustration tolerance is a skill. It's really kind of the serenity prayer of personal development, right? The serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Note that it is not just the former to take whatever life gives you lying down. That's not what it is. It's having the self-awareness and the strength to respond to frustrating things in a constructive way that gets you a better outcome and cares for the people around you along the way. And the shortcut here is curiosity. I wonder if there's a way. Because there's always a way. There's always a solution and there's always a silver lining that we can hold space for even if the full understanding doesn't come to us right away. This curiosity is a technique we can use to get to a more resourceful state so that we can find answers and opportunities and ultimately learn to trust that everything is always working out for us. That is my gift to you today and probably about as much as my voice can handle for today as well. I'll be back with a new episode and hopefully a restored voice next week. And I'd love to hear from you in the meantime, especially if there's a particular challenge you're finding especially frustrating right now, or if there's something specific you'd like to accomplish sometime soon, email me at hello at jengray.com because I would truly love to hear about it. Speaking of email before we go... I really hope this episode served you today and that if it did, you'll share it with someone you love. 
Our giveaway is still underway for a couple more weeks for a free copy of the book, Everything is Figure Outable. And if you share the Incremental Upgrade podcast in a text to a friend and email me a screenshot at hello at jengray.com, you'll be entered for a chance to win that book. In that email, you can also request a totally free copy of our Choose Your Own Adventure cheat sheet of 100 Easy Incremental Upgrades. Today's episode focused on number 25, which is to practice trusting the process. And in that pretty little PDF, you'll find 99 other ideas all the way around the wheel of life of little inspired actions to try that make a big difference in the long run, plus several resources to help you implement those ideas. If you are listening in 2023 or later, the book giveaway for Everything is Figureoutable will be closed at that point, but the cheat sheet will still be available. And either way, I'd love to hear from you. Again, it's hello at jengray.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review before you go. The Incremental Upgrade is a consciously social media-free podcast, so subscribing is the only way to get notified when new episodes come out, and your words and acts of kindness in the form of a review, whether it's five quick stars or one quick sentence, or maybe both, is the single most meaningful way to support the show and spread the word. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for having the courage and curiosity to face frustration in an inspiring and empowering way. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you again next time. Bye for now. Thanks again for tuning in today. Did you like this episode? If so, I'd love if you shared it with a friend. You can also subscribe to get new episodes automatically and share your thoughts in a quick review. Before you go, check out the show notes below for links to all the resources we talked about today, including your first human design consult free at jengray.com.